When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today. We're on the same coast. We're both in LA. We're here with the one and only Miss Sarah Farasia. Hi, David Yantev. Um, This comes after David and I had a fantastic breakfast date yesterday in West Hollywood. We went to the iconic Sunset Tower Hotel. We highly recommend going there for breakfast. I do, don't you think? I mean, I enjoyed over, I, I enjoyed eavesdropping on the table kind of behind us where the guy was like a film director, he said, and he was talking about the actress who was so difficult and he didn't know if he wanted to wait for her to have his TV, you know, shoot filmed and what the deals happening you hear at the sunset top? Yeah, you hear conversation. I, didn't, I, love I didn't hear there was a difficult um actress. Oh, this is interesting. Who was it? Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, Nicole Kidman. I feel like I didn't hear him name <sighs> me. I was, I, you know, anyway. I loved that. Everyone should go there when you come to LA. Iconic hotel. We had a great breakfast, and then we went to something about her. And I want to know, tell me honestly, did you like the outdoor decor? It's not open yet. People kept asking, like, did you guys eat the sandwiches? Were the sandwiches good? It's not open. I did hear from one of our listeners. It's going to be open this Friday, supposedly. Really? Well, listen, it's a very small space. So I imagine the rent is cheap. Listen, there's nothing cheap on North Robertson. Okay, honey. So I, but I imagine the rent is cheaper than pump, which is closing. And sir, listen, I didn't realize it was right there. It really, if you want to walk from sir to Tom, Tom, you used to pass Pomp and the Abbey and everything. Now you're going to pass something about her. This is why when they made fun of Schwartz and Sandy of like, where are you going for your location? I happen to love Schwartz and Sandy's in Franklin village. I think it is a great location. It's like a little bit, I don't know, like I'm okay leaving the West Hollywood area. Right. But this is in ground zero. This is a great location. We were not the only people outside stopping to take a picture. So, I mean. Everybody, everybody was. Which, right. you brought this up. It's kind of surprising for Hollywood because here people are, 
I'm sure they're starstruck, but I think there's like a attitude in LA of like too too school too cool for school. Like when it comes to celebs, like oh, you know, I grew up with her, or you know, um, this you know, there's very much like oh, celebrities are everywhere here, so I'm not even going to give them the time of day. And it was interesting. A lot of people were like stopping; they wanted a picture. I mean, it, it is an iconic moment now. It's like. It leads into, uh, let's talk about Jersey first, but then I think it leads into talking about like, you know, everybody is winning from the scandal, which I guess we need to get into. Oh my God. Um, Everybody, everybody. Wait, people did want to ask though, one last question about something about her before we totally move on. Did you find the interior tacky? A lot of people are debating that the interior, the, the chairs, the tables looks tacky, looks gaudy. I have a thought on that, but I wanted to hear what you thought. I mean, like, it's not my style, but it looks like that whole country French decor, right? So it kind of goes, look, there is a little bit of the outside. Obviously, people are going to fight for the outside. Um, Which is very uh, tiny, by the way. Very tiny. So, I mean, look, I mean, I think it's going to be a takeout place. You're going to stand in line. You're going to get your coffee. You're going to get your cappuccino. You're going to get your sandwich. You know, somebody will have, I mean, I imagine that the sandwich names have now changed. It's going to be like, you know, brisket, right. It's going to be like brisket is going to be like scumbag Sandoval, And, you know, Queen Ariana and Queen, I mean, they are going to lean in. Um, But, you know, look, I am, I am, I think it's going to do really well. I mean, the fact that there's other people outside and it hasn't even, I mean, listen, it's kind of like Lala when she rushed out that send send it to Daryl t-shirts, like send this out right now. Like what is like, I understand you can't open without you know, being ready, yeah. but yeah, that's rush, true. rush the opening, like whatever it is, get yourself open as soon as possible. Right. Mm, very interesting take. Did yeah, you like it inside? That- I mean, it was, it was not really my style, but I wasn't shocked. It's exactly, it's like country French. Um, To me, it's everything that Lisa Vanderpump does. And I'm curious about Schwartz and Sandy it kind of has that same decor. It looks like uh, Villa Rosa. Like, um, you know how Villa Rosa, it's like, you know how rich people, they, like, how do I describe it? You know what I mean? It's like they have very expensive things, but they look cheap and tacky. Does that make sense? You know, yeah. have you, have you been into Yes. Body. Yes. Have you been? I've, I know, I've known a few rich people over the years and they- Really? Not all of them, just a few, darling. And a couple of them, you know, they have the, it's like that gold, you know, they have like that fireplace that's this, and they're always like, oh, it's 22 karat gold, but it looks like absolute fucking shit. Like something that you would find, I don't know, at like. To me, less is more. It's like a little, it's a little Lisa Vanderpump wealthy tacky, like inside. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. Yeah, I'm not such a fan of Villa Rosa, LVP's place. Like, you know, everything's expensive, but it looks cheap. You know, like it looks. I love the moats. I love the swans. I love the view. I love the backyard. But the furniture ain't really much. Like that, that fucking monstrous monstrosity up up there in the Berkshires. That Bluestone Manor. It's not really my style. I think less is more. As I sit here 
and an echo. Yeah, nothing in your background. Yeah, yeah. In my, well, you know, we are still moving in this LA apartment, darling. Um, things have been a little bit busy, but, you know, we have a bed coming sometime soon, which is a step in the right direction. Um, but anyway, I, the I Hollywood side there. I think it's going to be a huge hit. It's in a great location. LVP is genius because she kind of runs an entire block. So you can almost hop from- The bitch owns the block. The bitch owns the block. It makes so much sense. You can go to Sir. You can go to something about her. You can go to Tom Tom. Even though she has nothing to do with this, but you know, it's not bad for her brand. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't? I thought she was a partial investor. I thought she was a little bit of an investor. I don't think so. Not an investor at all in something no. about it. All right. Well, there you go. Listen, uh, I, I, I imagine that they'll be knocking the wall down in two years and taking over the space next door. Because the space next door on either side was also small. I think it's going to be a success. And look, if nothing else, there's not there was that other coffee shop two doors down. But, you know, it's not a bar. So it's not going to be like the tacky West Hollywood. So I think people will go for a coffee. I mean, right? Hmm. No, it's it's very cute. Uh, it is cute inside. It's um, it gives. I used to go when I lived in Ireland for my junior year abroad. There was um, there was this really like famous, delicious place in. Uh, okay, actually, it was a different time. Anyway, it was in Dublin, Ireland, not where I lived in college. It was called uh, Queen of Tarts, and it was like hmm, I think I know that. It, there was it, one in New York City at one point. Super iconic. The food was delicious, delicious. It reminds me of that vibe. It's really cute. It's going to do well. It's very feminine. I kind of take gonna back. Do I well. kind of. I I sort of take back what I said. I thought Lisa Vanderpump had a, a something in it. So no. Okay. Well, you know what? I I actually like the decor now. So there you go. Here, you oh, we'll start out as a flip flopper. There you I, go. I don't, All right. Yeah, I mean, well. listen. They all say we're flip floppers. Kim's a flip flopper. I mean, who cares? You know. But (laughs) I've changed my mind. I don't really, I don't love or hate the decor. I, I understand it. And I think it's going to work. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Um, Miss Gorga, and we'll come back to scandal. Miss Melissa Gorga is not pleased that I had Juicy on. And Juicy has claimed that Melissa has called the feds on him is basically what he said. Now, I think really the headline got a little twisted. I mean, first of all, Melissa Gorga can go fuck herself. This isn't me hedging. About, I mean, I have a message for Melissa Gorga. Let me stay calm. Let me stay calm. Everyone, I mean, we, gotta, we have to get into this. We everybody, have let's stay calm. Well, no, let's not, you've been trending all weekend long. Um, viral press coverage with Juicy. Highest date you. Highest download debut for Behind the Velvet Rope of all time. That's I how think so, ever. Rallied for Juicy and David. And apparently, I mean, I want to hear your thoughts. Because Melissa, did Melissa call you out by name? Did she say Behind the Velvet Rope? Of course not, because she's too fucking insecure to do that. Now, the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. 
This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Let's, let me just back up because there's a lot of comments. We know I don't care about the comments. I really don't. But I do agree that, look it, Teresa and Juicy landed themselves in jail. I will agree with that. This is just my opinion. I mean, they did the crime. You have to do the time. I'm not denying that. But if some, if you were in jail, Sarah, or anybody listening to this podcast, and you're a brother and sister-in-law were now hanging out with the people that put you in jail or helped put you in jail or even 1% involved. I understand. I am not a tree hugger. Everybody thinks I'm a tree hugger. Everyone thinks Kim D is a tree hugger. Everyone thinks we're pro Teresa. That is like the most ridiculous thing. Now, between Teresa and Melissa, I would choose Teresa a hundred million times because Melissa is a liar. But I understand Teresa's point of view that whether you you called the feds or not, the fact that you were associating with these people that got my children's husband, you know, he's deported. Yes, they did the crime, but still to me, I mean, I would never have spoken to you again. That's the first thing. So I understand that. We're not going to get into these allegations, which are now resurfacing on all sorts of illegal things that Joe Gorga allegedly did when he was younger, which are not financial. But I mean, when Teresa stands up at the reunion, part three, and goes over to him and is crying and screaming and is like, you did things too, that is what she is talking about. So if everyone doesn't realize that that is so to me, my husband's deported, the father of my children are deported, I get divorced, I spend time in jail, she's still not bringing out what Joe did. And by the way, the statute of limitations in New Jersey for certain crimes is there is no statute of limitation. So, but, you know, people were paid off allegedly and all this other stuff. But I mean, to me, it's like this is the end. She's never going to speak to them again as she announced on the stage. And you're still they're still taking jobs at you and you still won't admit this. And Juicy, who is living and now in the Bahamas, won't bring this up. I think that to me is respectable because if you come after me, I am going to destroy you, as I've said before. So I just think the fact that they're still like it, it is over. There's no reason to bring this out. It's now resurfacing there. What the authorities choose to do with this and, and everything that has nothing to do with me. I'm not getting involved, but I don't know. I think that's I think that's respectable personally. Now we do have a wild card. Now Louis knows certain things and God knows how, what he's going to do behind the scenes and to bring things out. 
I don't think Louis is going to bring anything out, but who knows? So now Louis involved and knows all sorts of info. So I don't know that. Listen, Kim D said it best before we get to this thing with Melissa. When the Gorgas are let go after this season, Kim is like, really? They should be thrilled. And I agree with Kim. They should be so thrilled that you went on a national TV show with so many skeletons in your closet, illegal things, allegedly, and you are still living. I have, My advice is go live your life. Probably going to have to sell your house because you're not going to be able to afford it anymore. But go live your life. Really, just be thankful that you are there living. That's my advice to the Gorgas. Now, as far as Melissa, no. But the bitch put my name in her mouth without putting it in her mouth. She's not happy with the Juicy interview. And she says, Jacqueline Lorita, and I, by the way, I did not listen to this podcast, nor will I ever listen to this podcast. But my lawyer listened because Melissa is, she she made a big mistake in this podcast of hers, which we'll get to. But- oh, really? Yeah, she's, well, I mean, she's a, she's a moron. She's an actual moron. She's dumb. Okay. Now, she says Jacqueline Lorita crawled out of a hole to do this podcast. Listen, as I said to my good friend recently, Mr. King, otherwise known as Carlos, when Nene Leakes waste her time to shade someone who doesn't matter, would Phaedra Parks waste her time to shade someone who doesn't matter? Melissa Gorga, first of all, thank you. Thank you very much. Because everyone in the world that listened to your dumb, pathetic podcast knew you were talking about this podcast. The the Juicy was our highest ever, but certainly Melissa talking about this has fueled the fire on Twitter, especially. And the downloads have gone up even more since this dumb bitch started. Everyone knows you're talking about me. And then she says something, and this is what I would like to address. She is saying that, and she's so stupid, that, first of all, Teresa um, basically said to Juicy, you have to go do a podcast. Find any random podcast because on the reunion, I say that, you know, Melissa was involved in calling the feds and I need you to back this up. So I need this to come out. So go do a podcast. And he picks some random podcast. And Melissa's like, let me tell you about this random podcast. This guy is such a fan. He used to stand in line five to 10 years ago and wait for pictures with me at meet and greets. And I have receipts. Now, I would like to address this claim by Ms. Gorga. Okay. First of all, the word receipt, you dumb fucking cunt. Sorry, you dumb fucking cunt. I use the word often. The word, Go ahead. the word receipts is for people who don't admit things. Unlike you, who lies 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I admit every single thing I have done in my past. So although you still cannot admit that you got a nose job, I can tell all these listeners in 2008, I got lipo. Last year in 2021, I got lipo again. My forehead is shot with so much fucking Botox slash Dysport slash Zeomine. They're all the same fucking thing. It doesn't move for all the money in the world. I have filler in my cheeks, which... I actually need some more filler in my cheeks. 
And we all know I've been shooting myself up with Monjaro and the generic semi-glutide since October. Short of that, this face, this gorgeous chin and these angles is all natural. I've never had any other work. Will I get a facelift when I probably reach an age and need it? I don't know. It scares the fuck out of me, but I mean- I'm open. I'm open. Probably. Probably. That's probably where I'm headed. Yes. So I admit all my plastic surgeries. As far as this reference to what I did five, 10 years ago, I would like everybody listening, who out there is the principal of their school? So when you were a substitute teacher at the school, and now you're the principal, we want to refer to you as the substitute teacher. For the head of nursing out there who is listening, who on her first day of the job or his job, stabbed someone wrong with a fucking IV and almost got fired. That is now the head of nursing making 125. What about the person out there who was addicted to fucking drugs and living on the goddamn streets and now has a lovely nine to five job as a paralegal where they go every day and they are feeding their family. So we, we want to shame people and talk about where we were five, 10 years ago. What does that matter at all? The, the receipts, honey, I have the same receipts. Everyone go on my Instagram, scroll back, keep going. I think I started Instagram in 2008. There are millions and millions of pictures on there with me standing in a line waiting for a picture with Melissa Gorga. There's no need for receipts. The receipts are on Instagram. She has text messages. I have the same text messages. Let's go. Melissa, you're great. Yeah, of course. Now we're going to what does that have to do? She's I mean, trying to call, she's trying to paint a picture that you're like, yes, you know, just I a, know, honor, you know, you're, sure. you're really good a fanboy. Sure. And you'll do anything to be in the New Jersey sphere. I mean, that's what she's sure. That's what she's Absolutely. Getting. Absolutely. But sweetheart, when I started my career and I didn't know how I was going to lead to all of this. Yes. I said, let me take pictures because that that seems to seem to incite people. People got so upset for the same picture, but she's and I'm like, I'm on to something because this is such a visceral reaction. And I don't know what I'm gonna do with this, but somehow this is gonna lead to making money. And then I started a podcast that was one day a week, which became two days a week, which is now seven days a week, where I interview actual celebrities. So she can paint that picture. What was true seven years ago before the pandemic, before Erica Jane and Tom Girardi got divorced, before we even knew who Raquel Levis was, before Lisa Vanderpump's many spent, before Vanderpump rules, maybe not before Vanderpump rules, but you get the idea. Back when Lisa Rinna was on Housewives with no end in sight, back before Andy Cohn had a second child, you want to talk about where we were six years ago before the world blew up and we had a national fucking pandemic? I mean, what relevance does that have to do today to the fact that I have a top rated Bravo podcast and my podcast is way bigger than hers. Now, certain weeks on the charts, she might chart higher than me and many weeks I chart higher than her, but this is a brand. And here's the final thing I'm going to say on the matter. Good, because I have a question. In six months, Sarah Frazier is going to be the executive producer and host of the Sarah Frazier Show. In six months, David Yontep is going to be executive producer and host of the Behind the Velvet Row podcast. 
And in six months, Melissa Gorga will be a fired housewife. Never listen to my words. This has nothing to do with any vendetta. This is a fact. Never to be seen on R-H-O-N-J again for the rest of her life. And you can quote me on that. Because let me tell, yes, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We, Lisa Rinna, the door is open. Do I think one day, din, 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 Lisa's going to walk in like Heather Dubrow or Tamara? I do, especially not next year, but it's open. This has gotten so bad that they will never, I don't care. I am not a tree hugger. They will never. Everyone says, Louie is such a liability. They're getting rid of Teresa and Louie. I hate to tell you, I know for a fact, for an actual 100% fact, they are not firing Teresa, nor will they ever, but they're not at this point. And once Melissa is gone and all this happens, they're not coming to Teresa in three years, four years, and saying, guess what, honey? It will never happen. I am telling you, out of all the housewives, the two housewives that I believe will never be back, and that Mr. King, such a good at his job, Mr. Producer, almost convinced me on a recent chat, and I kind of agreed, but I'm taking it back because I'm a flip-flopper. Nene Leakes okay. and Melissa Gorga. Now, Nene will never be on anything with the network, but Melissa might, listen, they might give Melissa a girl's trip. They might do a R-H-O-N-J, O-G, legacy girls trip and Teresa doesn't want to go. And Melissa, I think Melissa will be used. I think she'll be welcome in the clubhouse when she has a little product to promote. I'm not, but on R-H-O-N-J with Teresa, there is no way they are finally moving on from this toxicity for 13 years. And they're going to turn around and tap, tap, tap Teresa G-U-D-J on the shoulder in four years or three years and say, guess what? We have to bring Melissa back. It is will never, ever happen. So this last hour of Melissa on the reunion is the last time you will ever see her on Real Housewives of New Jersey. And that has nothing to do with me not liking her. Nothing. There's many housewives. We have Tamrat back in the house, for God's sakes. There are many housewives that I don't care for that I will say, yeah, they're, they're going to be back one day. She will never be back. Go on. It's over. It's over. And for everyone who thinks Teresa, and when, by the way, let me add one more thing. Go on. You know, this thing that came out about Remy Ma or DJ Envy or. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're interviewing on the show. Okay. Yes. And I know this for a fact, just like the 100% fact that Teresa is coming back with Louie 100%. I am telling you 100%. And do I know Melissa a hundred percent? No, but. I will not hedge. She is going to be fired and she will never be back. I know for a fact, they are just like with New York, just like after the New York pause, they are interviewing hundreds and hundreds. I don't know, a thousand. I don't know the number. They are right now, as you listen to this, meeting, interviewing, asking for tons and tons of women in their 30s maybe to early 40s in New Jersey. That train has started. So Remy Ma and this and that, I don't know about that. I do know that they are like enough already. It was so whatever before we try. I really think we're going to see a diverse cast 
in New Jersey. I think they're like, it's time. They kind of tried it with Tiki Barber and Tracy Johnson through Tiki. Didn't really I totally work. I forgot about them. Right. It didn't work. Right. Right. They're no longer on. Oh my I God. Mean, I well, Tracy was them. no, Tracy was no, you know, but this time they're really, I think they're really going to make sure that this is diverse. And I think they really couldn't before because Melissa was coming back. Like there wasn't enough slots. And I really, they're interviewing right now. So anyone that lives in New Jersey, that's listening to this, you probably already have been talked to, but if you're in your thirties or maybe early forties, they are looking for you. And I heard they want to go wealthy, 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 wealthy. They want real. You talk about gaudy Jersey. You might see some gaudy over the top. This is happening now. And we're trying for diversity. And they really, and you know, I mean, if you really want my full opinion, Margaret, Melissa, and if anybody cares, I don't think you do. But if anybody cares, Jackie Goldschneider, who I like, and Jen Fessler will also be fired. So we have four people we are going to be replacing. Really, they're probably looking for two full-time housewives, one to replace Marge and one to replace Melissa. Wow. Now, everyone could save this and you can say I was wrong. I don't care if I'm wrong. My name is not Bethany and my last name is not Frankel, but I'm not wrong. Wow. Now you could really, God, that was a rant, Sarah. God. I'm sure it felt great. Uh, by the way, I loved everything. Now I'm now I'm back on your train. I think those four women are gone. And and DJ Envy and his wife would be so good. Like he already knows how to be messy. So it would be like, I feel like he'd be really great. Um, but wait, wait, wait. Can I, I say one thing? The DJ yeah. Envy, the Ebony K. Yep. Williams slap down of DJ Envy from a few weeks ago. Yeah. If everyone hasn't watched that, go watch Miss Williams put Mr. Envy in his place. Shout out to my girl, Ebony K. Williams. Okay, go on. Um, well, here, here's my thing, like over the weekend, this, obviously this feud that was ongoing between you and Melissa and then fans were DMing you, but wait a minute, I kind of think the messiest thing of all, which you didn't bring up is you posted a screenshot that Melissa Gorga subscribes to your Patreon with Kim and like, have you? I know you're busy, so I'm sure you've no. done zero investigation. But no, like, I've done it investigation. Cannot be the real Melissa. It, it, here, it can't be this dumb to have signed to have gone on this rant about you, and then also have been or is a Patreon subscriber. There's no way, right? Well, some people there is a way, and she is a subscriber. Now, here's the thing: I don't even know. Can cannot you be this stupid? So here's, because some people said, how do you know it's her? I know it's her. So by her, oh, and two other things. By her own admission, by her own admission, she has text with me. She she said this on her podcast. I'll show you the receipts, which again, receipts is for someone that's denying something. You dumb fucking bitch. I'm not denying anything. She says she has receipts of text. Melissa, Melissa Gorga. We also emailed back when we were, when I was a fanboy. So I have emails with Miss Gora that I'm happy to expose. These are receipts. Which are basically just you at the time, probably, you know, you're a fan. Nice you meeting know, like, you. On, nice seeing you show. again. I yeah, love of course. you do. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, A show. This is way before the podcast. I mean, again. I don't again, even know where your friendship allegedly The partner was. in the law firm. This is Melissa referring to you when you were the receptionist. Okay. We all advance in our careers. I don't know why, what I did seven years ago, which I am proud of. I am thrilled 
Let me tell you something. If Madonna were having a meet and greet tomorrow, I would be in the back. I'm not a diva. So I don't know what her point is, but we also emailed Melissa. Did you forget we emailed Miss Gorga? So when now I have to, you know who I have to thank for this discovery? The one, the only, Jill Zarin. Hi, Jill. What? Hi, Jill. I love you. I Jill do. Zarin is the one that figured out that Melissa Gorga is a Patreon of no, yours? This is what happened. Guys, you didn't think this, this is getting interesting. Wild. Miss Zarin is my neighbor in Sag Harbor. I love my Miss Zarin. Love. Now, again, we're going to refer to, to, to a snafu that Miss Zarin and I had three years ago. What does that have to do with present day? I evolve. I don't have a team in life. Jill and I are friends. I love Jill. So Jill listens to this podcast. Oh, trust me, guys. When I say something Miss Zarin doesn't like, I get a text. I get a text, which I love. It's so classic, Jill. I get a text. Why Why did you say this? And I'm like, okay, Jill. Like, I love it. She's really funny. So she at one point told me that she, and I think I could say this. I don't think I'm revealing anything negative. She said like, you know, I listen to your podcast and she does. She texts and she doesn't like what she hears. Not even about her. She's like, I disagree with that. I'm like, okay, I love this. But she said, you know, I, I'm I, I'm a fan. I'm like a listener. I like subscribe to your Patreon. Now I l- laughed and rolled my eyes and I'm like, okay, Jill, like I appreciate you listening to the shows. Like I'm like, Jill, the Patreon is with Kim. It's mostly Jersey. We're going to cover New York when it comes back. But I'm like, Jill Darren does not subscribe to my Patreon. And, you know, I'm like, I think she's just being nice. Well, then I'm like, someone that I know is like, why don't you go see? And I'm like, what? They're like, you could see who your patrons are. I'm like, you're right. So I type it in and it says Jill Zarin. And then I look at the email and it was Jill Zarin's email. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Jill subscribes to my Patreon. Thank you. Honestly, because she told me she did. So I just didn't believe her. I was like, but it's not about New York. It's not about legacy. It's about really, you listen to me and Kim. I mean, God, Jill must think I'm like a psycho when I'm saying all sorts of crazy things. She subscribes. So then I'm like, oh, well, else subscribes. And I found a lot of things brewing and it said Melissa Gorga. And I'm like, interesting. And then I looked at the email and it's the same email that as a fan, as she likes to say that me and her used to email on. So Melissa seems to forget that I, so I agree. You probably could make up a name to join Patreon. You have to put your credit card in. I don't know. Can you use a fake name and email? I don't know. You have to put a credit card in. So I don't even know if you, I mean, I think, I think, look, if the emails match what you emails match, sweetheart. Well, then it's, it's her. And you don't think that Melissa Gorga, they all listen, Margaret, they all listen. They all want to hear what Jackie Goldschneider. I I told you when I ran into Jackie Goldschneider at, um, don't y'all have a life? Like, aren't y'all creating? I mean, is when I ran into Jackie Goldschneider at the Glad Awards of, uh, uh, last I month, she said, like, she, I, right, she said I hate you. And I said, I'm sure you do. And she's like, I love you. I can't be mad at you. I, I like hate you. And um, then she's like, well, the things you say are not really that bad against me. She's like, Kim is a whole nother story. I'm like, yeah, Kim D does not say great things. So, I mean, she's referencing the paid Saturday Patreon. 
So they all listen, who but in has, this- like, who cares? You're, you're the person on TV. You're the star. Why do you care? What? Like, I mean, you are a very credible, legitimate source, but like, who cares? Care. People are, you know, I mean, it's like the old saying, if people are talking about you, that's the best thing. You know, I mean, it's like you want people, you want your name in people's mouth. The minute it's out of their mouths, you ain't relevant. I mean, why do you care? It is so weird to me that these housewives subscribe to your Patreon. I just, they all are like bosses. They have things to do. They have kids. I'm like, why are you wasting a minute? You think I do another podcast about, I, I ain't even on the shows and I don't want to listen to another Bravo podcast. I mean, this is beyond. I agree. I mean. So I do think it's her. I do think, I guess I do. So think now who's a Patreon. fan of who? I've never listened to Melissa's podcast in my entire life. Ever, even she wants with, to know what people are saying, and it and kind she's of, paying for mine. She doesn't listen. She pays fourteen dollars a month, which uh, Melissa, I appreciate. Crazy she's giving you money. I appreciate the fourteen dollars. Every fourteen dollars counts. You could also do the twenty dollars, which a lot of you do for ad free because you don't want to hear the ads. Dude, so, after he hears this, she's going to unsubscribe. And you know how you get a notification probably. who unsubscribes? Yes. So please yes. do not. And you know, you have to take an exit survey on Patreon. It's like, why are you leaving? Price. Oh, really? You don't like the content. So I can't wait to see what she exits. Like, can you she- can can you read someone's exit survey? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Melissa Gorga, if I were you, the cat's out of the bag with the $14 a month. I would leave it alone, sweetheart. I wouldn't cancel. You're going to cancel. I'm going to post your cancellation after I expose you. And I'm going to post your exit survey. So I would keep the $14 where it is, you stupid bitch. Just stay a member. I don't, listen, I didn't even want to expose this because I don't want to lose a member. But this is worth losing the $14 a month over because I had to address the dumb bitches claims. (sighs) <sighs> and by the way, I cannot believe I, the only reason I think that they subscribe, these women continue to subscribe is because I think the truth of the matter is you and Kim D are getting, we know everything, right? I mean, you're getting a lot of information from various sources that maybe those sources are not speaking to the housewives. So in a way you, you probably have a heads up on who is going and who is not going actually before the women do to be quite honest. So I can see that to me, I guess it makes sense if I were in their shoes, like, all right, well, you know what? I kind of want to get ahead of things. So let's hear what the streets are saying. So I I take it again, flip-flopping, but. And, and a lot of times the source is the actual housewife. Between Kim and I, we speak to multiple, multiple current housewives. So everyone could get out their Ouija board and put and start crossing names out. It's not all who you think. We speak to multiple current housewives. So when a multiple, when a current housewife is told, you know, go to the Bahamas, go to California, go to Texas, go travel and live your life. There's no filming in June or July or uh, go, 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 fly away, go to the Caribbean, go to go to Antarctica. It's great in Antarctica, guys. Go somewhere. This is an actual fact when they're told by a production, don't call us in June, don't call us in July, don't call us in August. The shorter the pause is, by the way, because now there's grumblings, we may start in September. The shorter the pause is, the less likely the bitch Melissa is coming back. I hate to break it to everyone. I, I do think they would like to keep her. 
I do, but there's, there's no way it is so dark and it is so over and it is just, and I do think she will be, of course, in the Bravo family, watch what happens, girls trips. There are things for her, but it will never, I will repeat, never be back on our HONJ. Never. They will never tap Teresa in three to four years and say, guess what we're doing? No, no, no. They just like the same thing with the Nini. I mean, it's too, it's too much when the train is moving too fast. It's too much to just involve you. And how is that going to work with Teresa? She'll blow a gap. It's like, it's not going to work. Why you gave one housewife this much power? It's too late now. You already did. I mean, I don't think they would do it again, but this has become the Teresa well, show. Love Teresa, it or leave. Look, Teresa is this unique unicorn in the sense of, you know, it's, she, I don't know. I don't know how she's done it, but basically this woman has had the most, the worst, the best and the worst luck all at once. Right. I mean, it's rare you get somebody that has four children, right? Because that's the Kardashian effect. You kind of need kids. They, they add a lot to it. Teresa was willing to put them on TV. What are the chances you're married to a guy who, I mean, just does everything illegal, never becomes an American citizen, gets deported. You go to jail as a result. Your parents die, basically both. Well, not both, but, you know, die while you're in jail. I mean, you know, it's like every step of the way she is this, I hate to say the term, but television gold because it is her life. I'm sure she's been, she has been very sad and impacted by it, but she she just is like that one in a million. And so I think I think they were right to go all in on her because now even with Louis, I mean, you look at- I was just going to say. Chances. I mean, you. she could not, if she had met a guy who was just a normal- I, I, I can't. Construction guy who, or, or whatever, you know, normal attorney who was, it would never have been where it is. But I think to your point, they're fine getting rid of Joe and Melissa because- they're setting Louie up, whether deserved or undeserved or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of storyline for Louie to come. A ton. A ton. We're gonna what are the chances out. that this is who she would end up with? Yes. And for everyone who says Bravo. I would put my money on her for 100%. I go all in and I yeah. now think your theory is 100% right. And I think Marge uh, or Margaret, I mean, I, I guess. Imagine. Well, imagine a pause. And now imagine coming back after a pause. And look. I am not age shaming because I, first of all, that's, I think it's really one of my hot buttons of like the alternative to being old is being dead. B, we're all going to get old. So I'm very, very anti-age shaming. However, when Jennifer Aiden calls Margaret old lady and old lady energy, Margaret is the same age basically as like Teresa and Dolores, but she does have old lady energy. And after a and Bravo's not stupid, they understand all the toxicity and digging. And listen, Louis is not not toxic, but it, Margaret, listen, Louis would be fired if it wasn't for Teresa. Like, okay, like I mean, it's not like uh, just he comes with Teresa, he keeps his job. I mean, there is no job; he doesn't get paid. But Margaret, we're not going to have a pause. It's going to feel the same with Margaret there. She's. It's like. Who it doesn't work. It's still toxic and dark and they don't want that. So after a pause, when it comes back, a revamped, refreshed New Jersey, Margaret, to be honest with you, I have days where I think Margaret is more likely to go than Melissa. 
I feel she's more expendable. We've There's no more story with her. We've seen the kooky old mom. We've seen the husband that's just a whip-ass boy that says yes to everything. We've seen Lexi. We've seen her extended family and remodeling the house. There's what we have, like an energy drink. Uh, like, uh, uh, that's not a storyline. Like, they, they, they know the toxic stuff is associated with her. And it's not that it's not with Teresa. They just, they will never get rid of her. So everyone... It is wishful thinking when you say that Teresa is going and Louis. And I mean, I listen, I can, I can, I'm not upset. I can lead a horse to water. I can't convince people that that's true. I can't, you take away from this chat, anything you want, but if you are living in reality and there's not a unicorn flying out of your asshole right now, and there's not, you know, a tooth fairy with magic dust ahead of you, sprinkling down magic dust, and we're dealing with the cold, hard facts of reality. Teresa is not going to be fired, nor is Louie, whether you hate her and our team Melissa. I am just giving you an actual fact. Believe it or not, even though I despise Melissa after she put her name in my mouth, I'm not team anyone. I still would be saying this if Melissa called me and told me how much she loves me right now. This is just a fact. I'm not in charge of the decisions. It's so clear that this is where we're going. So clear. Um, All right. I love it. What a rant today. What a rant. I mean, we have so much to get to next episode. Do we want to do one other story? Is there anything else you want to say? I mean, this was really good, but. I mean, this was a good one today. We got to talk about. To being over and what happens. And then next time I also want to talk about. RHOC and the return of Miss Judge in the highest ratings yet. And maybe we could also talk about RHOA with the poorest ratings. Yeah, we got a lot. Yes, and Kim Zolciak, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, we have a lot of requests in the DMs of like, I mean, we we do have an official stance from Kathy Hilton, like on RHOBH. And I don't think it's good. I don't I don't think it's good. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Um, Sarah. Oh, is anyone going to advertise with us? Oh, <laughs> this will be one of our highest rated shows. Um, I'm leaving. Brilliant. I'm out. Where are you going? Well, if no one advertises with us, I'm quitting the job, maybe. Oh, look, Brilliant Earth is one of our first dual podcast advertisers. Brilliant Earth Diamonds, BrilliantEarth.com. They are known for their ethical diamonds. It, they are both advertising with the Sarah Fraser Show and Behind the Velvet Rope. If you would like to do the same where you have a company, so many of you work for amazing companies. If you are trying to reach mostly a female audience between the ages of 25 and 45, and of course, we love our LGBTQ IA plus, IA, we love everybody. If you would like to advertise, just email the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. We will send you our rates. You want to talk about reaching over a million people. <laughs> you know, TSFS does well, but my friend David Yantip here, I mean, just hundreds of, <laughs> thousands of downloads in a week. You can be reaching this incredible audience and promoting your business, the company that you work for. Uh, what are some brands that do really well? Obviously, things like diamonds do well. Alcohol does terrific clothes. You know, it does well. Products, men's shaving items. I should have bought Sarah the brunch yesterday at the Sunset Tower because Sarah's body, chest, and curves, honey love. You think this is joking? Honeylove.com slash velvet. I 
am the king of bras now. I have sold, uh, Sarah, people are literally DMing me. I that love Your it. chest has helped me sell shapewear. And don't forget, because I've been telling everybody, the patented technology keeps your number one product that you got from Honey Love, you told me, from falling down, which is almost unheard of in shapewear and you know what? Sarah loves the best. Yesterday we were having the brunch. She was drinking the coffee. She had more. Oh, you were drinking the tea. Excuse me. I was drinking the coffee. Love it. Sarah had to use the bathroom. She excused herself. She went to the bathroom. She didn't even need a costume change. Her honey love came with a pee hole. So you just open the pee hole, girl. You use the bathroom and you came back to brunch. And we enjoyed that gorgeous sunset at the Sunset Tower. If you weren't wearing honey love, you would have had to take that whole thing off to pee, girl. Not with honey love. That pee hole is so helpful. Thank you for your pee hole, Sarah. Saves us time. You're welcome. All right. Love you, David. I owe you brunch, Sarah. Okay. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.